News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app, this is On the Mark. I am Mark Hespin, and we are brought to you by... The amazing people at Cunis Country Honda Hyundai and their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country, and I am a part of the Cunis Country family now. You missed it last week. I bought a I bought a truck from Cunis Country, and I am in love. And go over there today, do a little car shopping on this rainy day across the Tri-States, and uh, tell Jason Buxman, those great guys over there at Cunis Country, that Mark sent you. And uh, they'll treat you well. They will treat you right. Do what I did. I just got, I jumped on CunisQuincy.com, found exactly what I wanted, went over there, and they made an amazing deal. So go over there. They'll treat you right. Uh, put make you, make you part of the Cunis family. Welcome on into the show. Uh, I want to start the show this morning uh, by always letting you know that uh, you can follow the show and all the fun that we have on Facebook, just search on the Mark KMO on Facebook and uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. That's a great way for you to get involved with the fun and comment and let me know your thoughts on what we're talking about. Uh, today is August 8th, 2020. I started the first ever On The Mark, episode one, was August 10th of 2019. So this is basically our one-year anniversary. This is episode 49 of On The Mark, uh, which is just an incredible, incredible uh, thing that this show is a year old now. Uh, We started off as a half-hour show in the new year since 2020 began. Uh, What a a year to to choose to do to an hour of sports talk as the sports world uh, went dark for so many months and now we are loaded with stuff having to cut things to talk about left and right uh, but I just want to thank you all so much for uh, if you've been on the journey with me since day one a year ago it has been so much fun the show keeps growing gets better and uh, a lot of it is thanks to you guys and the feedback and the and the listeners and uh, thank you thank you thank you I, I love doing it and I and I hope you guys enjoyed listening uh, so we got a lot to get to today it's a, a massive show uh, mainly because of the St. Louis Cardinals so that's what we're going to start with Hespin headline number one. Hespin's headlines on the mark. The St. Louis Cardinals face the largest uphill climb in Major League Baseball history right now. And it's just a fact. The Cardinals have now, by the time they, uh, with the series now being canceled against the Cubs due to new COVID tests, will have gone over 12 days between playing games. And they will now have to play 55 games in 49 days. That includes eight doubleheaders minimum. And that's if they don't have more games canceled due to the tests that are running rampant through this organization right now. And the Cardinals have put themselves in such a daunting, daunting position. And 
if you're a Cardinals fan out there right now, I'm just going to be blatantly honest with you. Let's put fandom aside. Let's put on our reason caps, right? Let's, let's, let's put on our adult reason caps. Let's look ourselves in the mirror. I know you're going to just say, well, Mark's a Cubs fan. Mark's, well, I'm, gonna, I'm taking all fandom out of it. Let's look at the numbers. The Cardinals are SOL. The Cardinals' chances right now of making the playoffs solely rely on the fact that the playoffs are massively expanded this year. And right now, everyone else in the NL Central stinks. They stink. The Reds are underperforming. The Brewers are under 500. The Pirates stink. The Cubs are dominating the NL Central at 10-3. and three. But let's be honest. I'll be honest about my Cubs for a minute. I, I don't really know. They haven't really played anyone that looks that good. They still got to go through a lot of the uh, the AL Central teams that look good. The White Sox look great. The uh, Twins look incredible. But right now, the rest of the garbage is is trash. And the Cardinals' only chance of uh, of the slim chance that they have at this point of of making a playoff run is solely reliant on the fact that the top two teams in each division make it, and there's the extra there's the extra two wild cards in in the NL and the AL. I mean, this this is such a daunting daunting task for the for the St. Louis Cardinals. Fifty five games in forty nine days. And I will say this, mark my words, if the Cardinals do make the playoffs, which I, I don't think they will at this point, I just think the math just doesn't add up. The amount, the, 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 the amount of stress that the arms, the bullpens are going to be, uh, the bullpen is going to be under for the Cardinals. The, who even knows when the Cardinals get back to playing games, what kind of full strength they'll be at. The players who did test positive, will they be able to play? Will they be healthy enough to go? So all of that aside, for Cardinals fans out there, this is going to be one of the most unique and insane baseball feats we're ever going to see. I mean, it's almost going to be, in a weird way, extra fun to watch in this crazy 2020 season. There's going to be so much Cardinal baseball in such a short amount of time. And, and, And if they're able to pull it off, they will have earned it. You will not be able to I, – no one will be able to sit here and say the Cardinals didn't earn it, even if it's just because the rest of the division is crappy. If they pull this off, they will have earned it. Uh, mathematically, it's just going to be insanely challenging. Like, Let's not even talk about Cardinals and World Series at this point. You just have to talk about can they survive the season. Do they have the arms? Do they have the guys? Do they have the players to actually just get through 55 games in 49 days? And I get it. It's baseball. It's not hockey. It's not football. It's not even soccer with the amount of cardio you're doing. But still, it's exhausting. It's daunting. And then, besides the fact that physically this will be exhausting... On the arms, on the rotation, on the on the, uh, the the guys, the calling up being sent down, calling up taxi squad guys. Think of what these guys have gone through over the past 10 days. When they get these positive tests and they're stuck in this hotel room in Milwaukee, think of the mental exhaustion the Cardinals have gone through. They are literally isolated. They're just stuck 
No one, they're not allowed to hang out. You are put in isolation. You are in your hotel room. So they've just been sitting, sitting. It's not like they've been in their homes and their mansions. Now they're at least in St. Louis and they're back home and they're isolating at home. But these these players have been just stuck in these hotel rooms, not allowed to get out and do anything. So the mental exhaustion for the Cardinals players, I can only imagine what that's like. It's got to be staggering. And not only for the guys that who have it and are sick, and I'm sure, uh, you know, these are healthy, all, uh, you know, all-world athletes. And, and from what we know of the virus, for the most part, if you are a healthy individual, for the most part, again, this is general speak, it, the symptoms are, are low and, 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 and not that bad. But who knows? We don't really know what these guys are going through with the positive test. And then you add on the fact of the mental exhaustion of the isolation for these Cardinals players. And then you get all excited. You get ramped up. You're about to have get back to playing baseball, and you're doing it against the rival Cubs, the hated Cubs, and to be shut down again at the last minute, uh, I mean, it's exhausting. Now, on the flip side for the Chicago Cubs, this is a, a welcome little break. The Cubs have had to play so many games already in this short amount of time, this little weekend break, but they know it's going to lead to – Double headers and more games in a shorter amount of time. Uh, I do want to flip the focus a little bit to the Cubs here at this point. I mean, they are on fire. You can't you can't deny it. Ten and three. Uh, the starting pitching has been phenomenal, and the bullpen, as bad as it is, they are piecing together wins. The Cubs at ten and three have a run differential of only plus seven. They are winning close games. To compare that to the Dodgers, who are ten and four, their their plus run differential is at thirty eight. They're blowing people out. So the Cubs, even though the bullpen is bad, they are finding ways to win these games close, and that is that is a positive sign, in my opinion, when you have a bad bullpen. Now the offense has got to do a little bit more, and the bullpen is they've got to find their pieces. But Jeffress has really showed up. Wick has showed up really well, and the starting pitching. It looks like Rossi's got a plan, and they're going to go seventh, eighth inning. And then if, if they can, they're going to ride the starting pitching. And the starting pitching has been great. And they will get Quintana back at some point in time. So it's only going to get better. But uh, back to the Cardinals, I, I just think at this point in time, uh, as, as, much as, I, as much as I thought going into the season, I said it last week. You know, two weeks ago on the show, I predicted the Cardinals and the Cubs to be the two to make it out of the NL Central. But man, are they facing an absolutely daunting test. And with the isolation they've been in mentally, we don't know where their heads are at. And now they have 55 games in 49 days. All right, Cardinals fans, I, I know you're hating on me right now this morning, and, and uh, I, I, but you got to take fandom out of it. Sit there, look in the mirror, and just go, at this point in time, it'll just be exciting to see Cardinals playing baseball again. And uh, if they can get through and make it through this this slog, uh, congrats to them. Because and, and the playoffs have got to be an afterthought at this point. Just the fact that you're facing what is undoubtedly a massive, daunting uphill task. Uh, so there you go. That is obviously the biggest headline in in the world of sports, especially here locally. I, I truly believe Cardinals and playoff talk right now they shouldn't be in the same sentence. Can they get healthy? Can they put a roster together? And can they get back to playing baseball? And then 
how do they battle? How do they manage this ama- this massive task of so many games in such a little down of time? All right, moving on. Hespin headline number two. Hespin's headlines on the mark. You're listening on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Follow on the mark on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespin. Thank you so much to Cunis Country 221 North 36th Street for uh, bringing you on the mark. Hespin headline number two. Let's break down the NBA bubble headlines. There's a lot going on in the NBA bubble. The crazy thing about the bubble right now in the NBA, first off, A, again, kudos to the bubble. They're working. The hockey and the NA and the NHL and the NBA bubbles are working with these no COVID tests. It's incredible to see how well they're working. But there are um, four big headlines in the bubble over the past week that we got to get to. Right now, uh, number one, the Lakers and the Bucks are on cruise control. The Lakers, uh, they locked up the number one seed in the West. The Bucks, they locked up the number uh, one seed in the East. The East is pretty much set. Uh, the Bucks know they're going to be playing Orlando. Washington, thanks for showing up. They have been a disaster in the bubble. Probably shouldn't have been invited, but they got the invite, and they have been uh, just there to let teams beat up them. I mean, they're just it's been bad. Now, uh, so Milwaukee's on cruise control. Uh, I'm, I'm not really worried about Milwaukee. In the biggest test that they really had against Boston, uh, they really, the size of Milwaukee handled Boston so well. Uh, I'm not really concerned about Milwaukee at all in the East right now. And, and as far as the West goes for the Lakers, I think them – Get locking up the the one seed quickly, and now I guess they've lost two in a row, and they haven't looked good. I'm not too concerned. I think LeBron he has that gear that he will change into once they get into the playoffs. Uh, but uh, we'll talk about what the Lakers do have to be concerned about here in just a second. Uh, the number two big headline in the in the NBA bubble right now is the four, five, and six races in the East and the West are incredible. The four, the race for seeding in the East. Listen to this in the East. The four seed Miami Heat have a one game lead over the five seed Pacers and the six seed 76ers. They are tied, the Pacers and 76ers, at 42 and 27. Now, the Pacers are at the fifth seed because they have the tiebreaker over Philadelphia. Philadelphia's actually been playing well, but now they're without Ben Simmons for who knows how long and that slightly dislocated kneecap. So these, these are the races to watch now. Over the next uh, couple days, the four, five, and six in the East, how will that play out? And again, it doesn't matter home court, but it does matter who you're playing and uh, and, and all these teams, as much as they say, oh yeah, whoever will play whoever, whenever, we all know that's not really true. So when you look at today's slate of games, Miami, Phoenix, that's important, Los Angeles and Indiana, for those seedings uh, for the 4, 5, and 6 in the East. And it's the same exact scenario in the West. The West looks identical to the East. The 4-seed Rockets are only a half game up on the 5-seed Jazz and a game up on the 6-seed Thunder. That can all shift. And again, it doesn't necessarily it doesn't matter the home court, but it does matter who you're playing. If you're the Rockets and you want you want to lock up that 4-seed and avoid the Nuggets in the first round or the Clippers in the first round, the 5-seed having to play uh, the four seed versus the six seed having to play the, the the Nuggets or the Clippers, even possibly if you fall down to the seven seed. So really interesting, the four, five, and six races right now, if you're keeping an eye on the NBA bubble. That's what uh, really in these last couple tune-up games for this week, uh, for today's matchups, 
through uh, the Thursday matchups, that's really all we're keeping an eye on as far as the massive seed movement is the 4, 5, and 6 in the East and the West. Uh, Moving on. A really great surprise. Shout out to the Phoenix Suns. They have been a disaster in their rebuild for the past couple years. And every year, keep like, oh, the Suns might be a sneaker team. Devin Booker's so good. First off, hey, Devin Booker is now becoming into his own and is a legitimate star in this league. And he's not the star who's going to put a team on his back star, but he's a Damian Lillard-esque. If you get him the one or two pieces and it looks like DeAndre Ayton could be that piece for them, Look out for Phoenix in the next years to come. I mean, they look, they're 4 0 in the bubble. They've had the best record in the bubble. They are scoring. They're playing good defense. And with Ayton, Booker, uh, Miles Bridges, and then you add in the veterans of Sarich and Rubio. Look out for uh, the Phoenix Suns. Basketball is is uh, back in Phoenix. And they've been, uh, to me, the most fun team to watch in the bubble. And finally, and this is more important for the Lakers than anyone, the battle for the eighth seed in the West. It looks like it's going to become Memphis and Portland. They're going to be within the games of each other. They're going to play have to play in that play-in tournament for the eighth seed. And if you're the Los Angeles Lakers, you are praying to your whatever God you believe in that you don't face Portland in the first round because Portland is playing well. They have stars, Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, Carmelo Anthony, Yusuf Nurkic. And if you're the Los Angeles Lakers, the last thing you want is that first round for you to have a team that's going to win a game or two. I I still think the Lakers would handle Portland and win that series. But again, with those old legs on LeBron James, the last thing you want is a competitive first-round series. And they'll get that from Portland. They won't get that from Memphis, especially now with Jaron Jackson being out. So if you're a Laker fan out there, Put your Grizzly jersey on, root for the Grizzlies, and and just hope and hope and hope that they could take care of Portland and upset them and, and stay and lock up that eighth seed in the Western Conference. There you go. Those are your big bubble, NBA bubble headlines. There's a, so much going on with the bubble. It's been great basketball. It's looked great. Uh, I, kudos to the NBA uh, for having the bubble, keeping their guys safe, and zero positive tests. That's the most important thing right now in the world of the NBA. All right, when we come back, we're going to take our first break. We're talking hockey. Uh, Blues fans, are you concerned? Blackhawks fans are flying high. We got all that. It's on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO, brought to you by the amazing people of Cunis Country, Faith Family Giving Back. That's Cunis Country, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Go to CunisQuincy.com. You've got a lot. Every day, Doctors Without Borders teams confront hard facts in conflict and crisis zones. When others might look away, we step in to act because measles still kills more than 100,000 children every year. We're there to vaccinate over a million worldwide, including those affected by the current outbreak in Democratic Republic of Congo. Because half of all maternal deaths occur during delivery or within 24 hours, we've assisted more than 1.4 million births around the world, including care for new mothers in Afghanistan. Because some countries only have one or two mental health professionals, we offer counseling and clinical care, providing over 400,000 mental health consultations worldwide last year, including care for migrants and refugees on the dangerous journey north from Central America. The fact is, your acts of care and compassion make our life-saving work possible. Picture the impact we can have together. DoctorsWithoutBorders.org We've always had villains to face. Bad guys to take down. But you, you are the most horrible of all. We're not here because we have to be. 
We're here because we've had enough of you. We all have the power to do something. To stand up to cancer. Every single one of us is mortal. But inside of us, we're all heroes. So stand up with us. Stand up to fight. Stand up to cancer. Visit StandUpToCancer.org to learn more. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app, wherever you may be listening. We are brought to you by the amazing people at Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, across from the Village Inn. Take my word for it. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, you'd be doing yourself such a disservice if you don't at least go check out Cunis Country CunisQuincy.com. I could not be more happy with my experience with Cunis Quincy. Uh, those guys treated me so well, like family. You do feel like family. I just went in there the other day to finish up some paperwork. It's it, it, you, just, you don't want to leave. It's amazing. Those guys are the best. CunisQuincy.com. CunisQuincy.com. Uh, all right. A little hockey talk. I know. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's crazy because there is so much going on in the world of sports right now. Um, like we were talking about at the top of the show, you know, this whole year has just been a void of sports and trying to find things to talk about. It's been difficult, uh, obviously, with uh, the coronavirus and uh, COVID-19. Uh, but we are now at the point in time where we are overloaded. You could be you could be sitting there and you're saying, well, I got to watch my baseball because it's the 60 game sprint and I, every baseball game counts. And then you're like, well, wait a minute. The NBA is going on right now, and these games all matter for seeding and everything. And meanwhile, you have legitimate playoff hockey happening. <laughs> and the first golf major of the year, which we haven't talked about yet, which we'll talk about here in just a bit, too. It is, it's incredible. It is a sports lover's uh, dream right now, uh, and it's a it's a a point in sports history that we'll just never get again. Hopefully, hopefully we never have a horrible national health crisis and a, pa- a worldwide pandemic. Uh, we all hope that never happens again, but it, it has created this weird, uh, uh, super uh, volcano of sports. It's, it's incredible. Uh, the playoff hockey has been great so far. And again, Shout out to the NHL. The bubbles in Canada are working. No positive tests. And hockey, a lot like basketball, it looks great. And you don't see the fans. You never really see the fans in hockey like basketball anyways. Uh, it's not like baseball where the stadium is so much a part of the atmosphere and the and the, and the ambiance and the love of the game. Uh, hockey just looks great on television. They've done a great job with the noise. Uh, and the the hockey has looked really good. These guys have clearly kept themselves in great shape, and it's been so much fun to watch. And shout out to my Blackhawks. Uh, the Blackhawks, remember, would not have been in the playoffs. They got in only because of this weird format where they added the teams. The Blackhawks were the 12 seed. They upset the 5 seed, the Oilers, uh, in a 3-1 series win. Uh, they now get to move on and will play the winner of the uh, of the one seed in the West, so you went, you made it in, you upset the five seed, and now the Blackhawks will get either uh, the Avalanche or the Knights, who play tonight. Uh, so the winner or today at two o'clock, excuse me, so whoever wins the Avalanche or the Vegas, who gets that number one seed in the West, they get the Blackhawks, who are on fire right now, and kind of a team you don't want to play, veterans 
who've been there, done that. They understand playoff hockey. They've been skating well. Crawford has been great. Uh, Taves looks like he's 10 years younger. I don't know what Taves did in this in this time off, but he has worked on himself skating, scoring. It, it, it's been so much fun to watch. Can we please? I'm just excited to get to the next round of the playoffs so I don't have to stay up till 2 in the morning to watch my Blackhawks anymore. Uh, on the flip side of this for the St. Louis Blues, this bubble experience has not been great so far. Uh, the the goaltending has been suspect. Um, the, the the effort just doesn't seem like it's been there. And I get it. These are round-robin games that don't really matter for the qualifying. Uh, but they're in, and uh, they have their final um, uh, round-robin game against Dallas Sunday at 2 to finalize the seating for the Blues. And then we move on. So uh, by Sunday night... The playoffs now, the real playoffs will be set. We'll be done with the qualifying playoffs. We'll be done with the round robin in the NHL. And by this time next week, when we're back here on On the Mark, we will officially know the actual playoffs. They'll be playing those games, and uh, it's really exciting stuff for playoff hockey. And and the cool thing for the NHL is they're going to get a little bit of a heads up and a head start on the NBA. The NBA won't start actually know their finalized seating until the end of next week, where by that time, uh, hockey is arguing to be into their playoffs, which I think is a huge advantage for them for the ratings, the momentum, uh, and it'll be great. I, I know it's going to be great because it's already looked great, and you know it's going to happen. I think that's, again, as a sports fan, the most comforting thing through all of this is the fact that we know we're getting hockey, and we know we're getting basketball. They're not going to be derailed by COVID. The most frustrating thing right now, and we're about to talk about it with college football, uh, NFL, and baseball, is every day you wake up and you cross your fingers. And for as we talked about with the Cardinals, it's just been nothing but bad news after bad news after bad news. And uh, for, so hockey is all in. Uh, golf is all in, and uh, and and uh, and NASCAR is all in, and basketball. We know those are happening. We know we're riding those out. And uh, kudos to my Blackhawks. Uh, I had a good feeling about them against the Oilers. And like I said uh, last week and and two weeks ago with hockey when they started, I, I just had a feeling when you get these veterans in a weird situation, we'll see what they can do. Obviously. The Avalanche and the uh, and the Knights are a different beast than the Oilers, but Blackhawks playing really great hockey right now, and I'm excited to watch them see if they can keep making some noise uh, in this NHL uh, playoff round. And I can't wait to see where the Blues get slotted and then to break down that matchup next week and, and what we're looking forward to. It's exciting stuff. Uh, when we come back, uh, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive into the world of college football. We're getting schedules. We're getting uh, massive news uh, for some big programs as far as cancellations. We'll dive into uh, where the latest we are in college football, and I feel so bad for Mizzou. For all the Mizzou fans out there right now, if you didn't catch the news, yikes, did they get a draw. We'll break that down here coming on up. We're live. We're local. It's a rainy Saturday morning in America's hometown. It's on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Brought to you. By Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. 
Illinois doctors and other health professionals are on the front lines in the battle against COVID-19, but you and your family can help slow the pace of infection by practicing social distancing. This means staying home as much as possible, not congregating, staying away from crowds, and maintaining a distance from others of at least six feet. Social distancing helps us save lives by keeping you out of the hospital. Remember, it's safer at home. We are all in for Illinois. A message from the Illinois State Medical Society. You've got a lot of life. At Trees for the Future, we believe trees make all the difference in the fight against poverty, hunger, and climate change. Through a proven permaculture method called the Forest Garden Approach, Trees for the Future has positively impacted over 26,000 farmers and their children. Are you ready to leave a lasting impact on the world? Find out how to plant seeds of hope this season at trees.org slash radio. That's trees.org slash radio. What's happening in the new normal? How it impacts you. CBS News Radio, every hour at the top of the hour. Take us anywhere. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. The Palmyra Chamber of Storms today. Otherwise cloudy skies. Daytime highs approaching 89. Southerly winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Mainly cloudy skies expected tonight. Chance for scattered thunderstorms. Lows level off around 73. Chance for scattered thunderstorms tomorrow. Daytime highs approaching 92. Partly cloudy skies. Right now 72. Welcome on back to On The Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. On The Mark is brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. Over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, you have to go check out Cunis Country at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy across from the Village Inn. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. I cannot wait. I'm going home next weekend back up to Chicagoland. Uh, my dad's birthday and my sister is... Uh, moving out of the country and so i'm going up to see hang out with the family and uh, i'm so excited because i get to show off my uh new vehicle that i got from cutest country i'm so excited my parents are like i can't wait to see your new truck i'm like yeah it's amazing <laughs> thank you cutest country you guys are the best now, i'm so excited to be part of the cutest country family it's amazing uh so college football Let's try to take a breath, look at this, and understand what's going on with college football. Again, I say everything with college football with such a, uh, you know, an asterisk in the sense that I still am so not confident that we're actually going to get college football. But it is crazy to think about that August 29th, we have college football scheduled. We we are 20 days away from scheduled college football, Missouri State at Oklahoma, you, you know SMU at Texas State, and and legitimately September third, less than a month away, on that Thursday from the from the Big Ten getting going, and then that Friday, September fourth, from the uh, excuse me, Saturday, September fifth, that first big full slate of college football scheduled. I mean, that's when the Big Ten is officially kicking everything off. The Big Twelve will be in action. Uh, and the SEC following suit closely after that. So we have college football scheduled, and it is a um, it, it's so close, but it still seems so far away. And one of the reasons it does is obviously the big news in college football this week: UConn canceling their their fall and uh, schedule for college football. And I think this is what's going to be really fascinating to watch: the Power Five schools are now all in on these insular schedules, 
playing only the teams within your divisions in your in your conference and trying to make it work through the fall. And how that then balances out versus all these other the Mac schools, the AC, the you know, the 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 USA conference, the Sun Belt conference, all these other Division One programs, not Division One A, Double A, not Division Two, II, Division Three, these other mid-level like UConn, how do they handle it? Do they look in the mirror and say in their conferences, it's not worth it? We don't have the funding, we don't have the money to protect these athletes like they do in the Power Five schools to to isolate, to insulate. Or, or, or do they try to go ahead because they got guys who are trying to make it to the NFL and 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 finish their schedules and make whatever money they can off of whatever TV deals they do have to try and happen. UConn canceling to me is a is a first domino in what you're going to see a good amount I would imagine of schools of the size of UConn canceling, and I don't blame them because if they don't have the money and the backing that the Big Ten and the SEC and the ACC and the Pac-12 and the Big 12 have to keep their players safe, to try and uh, deal with what will be criticism that they will face if there's outbreaks and if players get really sick or anything like that, uh, it's just the, the risk reward. Now, for the big schools, when they look at these insular schedules, they've tried to now create these uh, these fun schedules, and I think a lot of it's unique. I think a school like Wisconsin got a massive break not having to play Ohio State, uh, just the way these schedules are shaping out. And you're going to see some really interesting things. And then you look at a poor school like Mizzou, who they they play there, you know, everyone in uh, on the West and the verse, you know, in the SEC West, they all, they play all of them, and then they play their random draw from the SEC East, and Mizzou gets their two extra bonus games. Congrats! Uh, you have Alabama at home. Oh, and then you have to go at LSU. Uh, that is probably the worst draw in the history of college football. Uh, <laughs> new coach. Mizzou Tigers, good luck. You got Alabama. Oh, we, you're going to play all of your SEC schedule, and then we'll give you the extra game against Alabama and an extra game against LSU. I'm sure they love seeing that, the coaching staff. Just absolutely brutal. Um, but it's going to be fascinating. And and I've said for weeks on this show now, I will believe college football happens uh, when, it act- when I actually see it. So I'm not going to hold my breath, but we are in the month of college football. We will see what happens. I do think we will get the kickoff of some of these first games, and then we'll go from there. Uh, If you see widespread cases, I don't know how they'll handle it. I think they'll be quicker to pull the plug as a whole. Uh, But I also think the NFL and college football have an advantage over baseball. Baseball has games happening every day. You got three games in a row. You got a three-game series if you're the Cubs and the Cards. And if you get a positive test, you got to cancel those because you don't have enough time. Football has the luxury of time, and they do have the luxury of extending their season. They can play football in the winter. Can't play baseball in the winter. I guess you could, but it's just not. It doesn't happen. You don't see baseball with snow on the ground. Football, it's fine. It's football weather, right? So the, the the college football, like the NFL, does have the to say, hey, wait, you know what? We played three weeks. Now we have some widespread COVID. We're going to put everyone on a hold. We're going to pause those games next weekend, and we're going to move them to the following weekend. Everyone gets a two-week quarantine. 
get cases under control, and then get back to football in two weeks. I think that's that's a, a real possibility, and it's it's valid that it can happen. And they have the control over that, saying, you know what, hey, we're going to pause it, pause it, and we're gonna everyone take this week off. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do more testing. We're gonna make sure these kids are healthy and safe because we had a little bit of an outbreak from this one game or whatever. And and let's lock it up. And so I think the NFL and college football have that advantage that they only play the one game a week, and they can always just pause and say we're gonna add a whole bye week this week, or we're gonna can't we're gonna shut down half of these games this week and push them back to a Thursday night. You know, they can get creative with this because they have the time, unlike the MLB, where they're fighting the weather and they're trying to cram in this many games again because, remember, the MLB is the only way they make money is the playoffs. The football ratings and the TV contracts for the college and the NFL, they just make money as soon as they're on TV because the ratings are that big. Now, obviously, the playoffs are really important for the NFL and the Super Bowl, obviously, but... Uh, it will. I'm not going to hold my breath. I do at this point think come next month, Thursday, September 3rd, we will watch Ohio State at Illinois. And then that Saturday we will get, you know, uh, the Big Ten schedule of Minnesota, Michigan, Maryland, Iowa, Nebraska, Rutgers, Northwestern, Penn State. And I can't wait for it. I'm excited, but I'm not going to hold my breath. And I do, don't be surprised if you see college football adapting this idea of, pausing the season and adding bye weeks and giving these kids time and getting the testing to make sure they're health and safe and uh, and they can play. I, it's going to be a fascinating thing to watch compared to baseball where it's more panic when games get postponed because they just don't have the time. You have the time in college football. You have the time in the NFL. Uh, when we come back, final break, we have a couple fun quick storylines to break down, including uh, The Rock buying the XFL, the PGA Championship, what to watch for, we're live. We're local. It's a rainy Saturday morning here in Hannibal. It's on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO, brought to you by the great people at Cunis Country. You've got a lot of... And the KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. I am Mark Hespin. This is On the Mark, and we are brought to you by Cunis Country and their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty, faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. Go check them out, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. You can be as happy as me. I walked in on a Wednesday, thought, I just want to look at the truck. I mean, I mean, who knows? I got. I don't have great credit. I don't think they make a deal. Walked out that night with the truck. It was amazing. Quick, easy process. They treated me so well. Be a part of the family. Faith family giving back. Cunis Country. CunisQuincy.com. Uh, breaking news. Uh, just had it. We were just talking about college football. The MAC, the Mid-American Conference, that's uh, Northern Illinois University, my alma mater, Ball State, uh, uh, you know, Western Michigan, they just announced they are canceling their fall football season. Uh, this is from Brett McMurphy, says the Mid-American cancels their fall football season because of COVID player health and safety concerns. MAC also took a huge financial hit when the Power Fives cut their non-conference games and intend to try and play in the spring. So the MAC will try to play a conference schedule in the spring. And it's absolutely right. They make so much money from getting paid to play those big schools. And when that went away, 
that it's such a financial hit for a lot of those smaller. So again, what did I say with UConn? They took it in their own hands, just canceled their own season. Now the Mac just says we're canceling in the fall. We can't do it in the fall, uh, and it doesn't shock me. It's, it's literally what I was just saying. Financially, if you're not one of these Power Fives, I just don't know how you can financially make it work uh, with the risk, the risk reward of playing in the fall. Uh, so there we go. Sad man, my NIU Huskies. I don't get to watch any NIU football this year. Dang. All right. Well, I hope they play in the spring because I'm a, I'm a Husky through and through. I love them to death. Uh, and so uh, proud grad of 20, 2013. Um, so there you go. Big, big news, obviously. And that's uh, just literally what we were talking about. So uh, no match in this fall. And again, uh, that's what did I say? I'm not holding my breath for college football. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's move on. A couple uh, fun, weird stories to kind of wrap it up. I guess this is the the Rock buys the XFL. Now we talked a lot of XFL when it was came up in uh, the Battle Hawks and Go St. Louis. And I was all in on the Battle Hawks, and the XFL was really fun. And then it was doing well, and then obviously COVID hits, and a, a young league like that cannot survive COVID. The Rock buys the XFL for fifteen million dollars, and and for a guy, first off, a. The, the Rock has fifteen million dollars. This is a risk, a huge risk reward for him. I just it, this is a if he loses fifteen million dollars, so what? He got paid thirty million dollars for Jumanji two. Okay, you. I mean, th- th- he can financially take the loss of of if he loses out, and this is a flop. But the possibility that he could turn the XFL into something, and eventually it becoming a, a, a billion dollar industry, I think is a legitimate thing. It's extraordinarily legitimate. The XFL was uh, now there's an infrastructure. You have uh, he's not starting from the ground up. He can make changes and tweaks to it, and it was doing well. It, it was doing well, and it was on those big networks, on ESPN, on CBS. And so it had it has a real uh, – on, on Fox and not CBX, I think. Or maybe it was on, on all three. Uh, it has infrastructure. And remember, when Dana White and those guys got in and bought the UFC for like $9 million a decade and a half ago and then sold it for $3 billion – this is the, this could be the type of trajectory the rock goes on with this. Uh, I'm just saying, mark my words. It would not shock me if in a decade from now, the XFL is a thriving, really fun, unique league, and uh, the rock has turned it into a billion dollar industry and maybe sells it. And again, so much of this has to do with um, if you can create a sports league, it can, if it can thrive, your money it can be safe in these sports leagues. We talked about it with the owners in the baseball trying to get the baseball season going. Uh, these rich people need somewhere to put their money. And for The Rock, he might as well just, why buy a team? Just buy the whole league. $15 bucks. that's it. I'm sure he saw that and thought, I'm all in. And The Rock is such a promoter himself. You know, we all think Vince McMahon is fun and all that stuff, but you don't really take him seriously. I think we all take The Rock a little more seriously than Vince McMahon, I'll be honest. And so it's going to be, I think, really fun to see what he does with it. I can't wait, and I'm glad that uh, that he's got it. I'm glad that he's uh, uh, figured it out and that uh, he's going to buy it, and and, and we'll see what happens. I, I'm, I'm kind of fascinated by it. i got to be honest. All right, um, moving on. Um, the PGA Championship. So golf uh, is underway, the major. Uh, this is the PGA Championship major. Round three gets underway today. Uh, Kepka is in the running. The third round, uh, you can watch on ESPN today. 
Um, the leaderboard is tight at the top. Um, Hao Tong Lee of China, he's uh, eight under. He has been dominating the course of 67 round one, 65 in round two. Uh, but there's a ton of good golfers right there. Jason Day, minus six. Uh, Brooks Kepka minus six. Justin Rose, minus six. These are championship golfers. Uh, Daniel Berger, the American, uh, who's having a great year right now at minus six. And just off that lead, you have guys like Dustin Johnson at minus four. And I really think uh, this is going to be a, a, a fun, exciting weekend of golf. Uh, Tiger did not putt well yesterday. He made the cut, which is always great to see Tiger make the cut because that means he's golfing on the weekend and uh, he's going to be on the course early. Uh, he's at even. I don't really think Tiger has a chance to win, but getting Tiger, making the cut, Phil makes the cut, Bubba makes the cut, having big names like that, it's always fun. Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, they're kind of out of it at plus one, but they made the cut in a major to watch them uh, this weekend. Again, um, Getting this much sports in this short a time is uh, fantastic. Uh, bummer, my guy Ricky Fowler had a bad weekend. He missed the cut. American Zach Johnson and J Jason Dufner missed the cut. Uh, Matt Kuchar misses the cut. Some other big names that missed the cut, including uh, Lucas Glover. Um, but really, the the guys at the top playing well are are there. Sergio missed the cut. Um, and so uh, there's plenty of good big time names at the top and it's going to be fun. And this, uh, this guy, how Tong Lee, he's been dominating the course so far. I haven't watched a lot of him when I've been watching the feature pairings, but some of the highlights, I mean, he's driving well, he's putting well, and, uh, it's going to be, uh, a, 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 a hopefully rain-free day in San Francisco for round three of the PGA championship. Uh, I'm excited to watch a little golf today. That's for sure. Uh, and then finally, as we look forward to what else to watch for this weekend, um, well, of course the other sport going on right now, as they're winding down four more races to the playoffs, we got the road series, uh, of, 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 um, uh, uh NASCAR at Michigan. Uh, so that is, uh, today, at uh, 4 o'clock, so some Saturday racing at Michigan, and then some Sunday racing at Michigan. You got back-to-back -back at Michigan. I love Michigan. Uh, it is a fun, big speedway, getting 200-mile-an-hour easily uh, in the straights. Uh, and so we got Matt NASCAR today and tomorrow. My guy, Brad Keselowski, big win last week. Can he carry it over from New Hampshire? Signs the big deal. Uh, and then you're running out of races. You know, after this weekend in Michigan, you only have Daytona, Dover, Dover uh, in that double weekend, and then back at Daytona, and then the playoffs start. We're going to be in the playoffs for NASCAR uh, by uh, this time next month, and literally a month away from the playoffs. So ex obviously excited for that. Uh, in NBA action to watch for this weekend, uh, there's only a couple crucial games that I would say are really worth your time. L.A. and Portland today at noon. That's big for both these teams for seeding. Uh, Portland trying to stay in and make that race. Uh, Miami and Phoenix I think will be fun to watch because both of those teams fighting uh, Phoenix 4-0. They got a very small slim chance to make it, but they're playing good basketball. Miami's obviously looking to hold on to the four seed. Uh, but as far as matchups throughout the rest of the week, uh, keep an eye on Philly and Portland on Sunday. That'll be good to watch for seeding. And then Boston and Memphis Tuesday. 
And I would even say you definitely want to check out Philly and Toronto on Wednesday. I'm going to be keeping my eye out for that game uh, Wednesday night. So a lot of good basketball to watch and keep an eye out for it. Of course, we talked about hockey earlier on. Lots of sports to watch. It's a rainy uh, Saturday, so if you're not headed out to the Marion County Fair or anything today, uh, sit down on the couch, grab the remote. Get your popcorn ready. You got NASCAR. You got golf. That's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, and you might as well just go over to Cunis Country. Maybe buy a new car today. I did last week, and I haven't. I'm still smiling every time I walk out of my apartment. I go, "Oh yeah, that's my that's my new truck." I'm a man in love with a truck. Uh, you could be too. Just go to CunisQuincy.com. Tell Mark sent you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this episode. Again, it was a real special one for me. This is our one-year anniversary. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who's been on the journey with us. Went from a half hour to an hour. Keep growing. Uh, and uh, the response, I love the feedback. Keep reaching out to me through the uh, through the uh, On The Mark Facebook page. Reach out to me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. Next week, we will have... Uh, during this show, we will have NBA matchups ready. We'll have full-on playoff matchups in the NHL underway. A lot to get to as it gets serious for those two leagues, and who knows what the Cardinals will be that time. Uh, hopefully healthy and back to playing baseball. We'll see you next week for another live and local edition of On the Mark on News Talk.